we had a lot of interest from corporates and they wouldn't work, work with a company that does dating as well. Um, and also we realised that could be a, such a great revenue stream from companies. Um, and we, yeah, so we just took away the dating and socialising and made it more about networking and professional development. Um, and that, honestly, that's when our company really grew. Like, Welcome yeah. to Diverse Tech Founders, a podcast about the one thing older than capital, people like you and me. Now here's your host, Abraham J. Williamson. We have a truly special treat in store for you all this week. We're actually going to take a trip across the pond and expand our footprint uh, in London, UK, where we catch up with Kike Onowinde, who is the founder of BYP Network, which has been dubbed sort of the Black LinkedIn uh, in the UK and has been profiled uh, in the Guardian newspaper as well for their efforts. And Kike just helps us to better understand how she was able to take her idea with uh, maybe limited tech background, but a strong sense of community and communication and vision and grow that into a company that has a footprint, not just in Europe, but also in Africa and the United States. Uh, to make a long story short, uh, Kike is an exceptional founder in the community as a service space who lets us into her world on maybe some of the the things that she's looking at in London and in ways she's thinking about expanding. So I hope you enjoy uh, with Kike. Why don't you tell us where you grew up? So I grew up in London, England. Um, so I literally was born here um, and have been here ever since, 27 now. Where in London? I know they have a lot of different pockets. People can say where you're from. Is that is that a part of your your story a little bit? People will know where in London. Okay, like East London, so like uh, Dagenham. Some people might say it's Essex, but it's London, so that's where I grew up. Very nice. Okay, uh, tell us about the tech background that you have. Uh, just for background, uh, we met, I think, on Harvard's campus, maybe around like 2015, I think, maybe. Mm, 2017. 2017. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. 2017. Uh, and even back then, you had already started sort of building and, and you always struck me as the type who was very much into into tech. So why don't you tell us kind of where that came from? Yeah, so um, I worked in fintech, basically, so financial technology, um, after I graduated with my master's. Um, and like, I was in business development, but I worked with a tech team on a few projects and I absolutely loved kind of having this idea and working with them to solve it or to kind of make it reality and I was really good at it as well like um I remember um my manager was so shocked that I could get the tech guy to do what was needed um and so I could really see like you know tech was the future um you know I had my own idea in terms of BYP network and I was like tech would be a perfect solution for this because it needs to be global it needs to be big and tech is that um and that's kind of where my motivation first started it was just you know understanding that tech can be a great solution for the problem that I'm trying to solve Nice. Speaking of BYP Network, go ahead and tell us what is BYP Network and, and sort of where did the idea come from? Yep. So BYP Network is a platform that connects black professionals with each other and corporations. So we have about 45,000 members so far um, across the world, but predominantly in the UK. Um, essentially, right now, people can go on our website, they can sign up um, and they'll be you know, in a social network. So there's a live feed, there's groups, there's events and um, businesses and job opportunities. Um, and it's pretty much this ecosystem of black professionals connecting with each other to help for, you know, new job opportunities, to start new businesses and just to essentially be a safe space. Um, the idea came because I um, went to Florida um, and I met so many amazing, you know, Americans. And I just kind of felt like 
okay, if I didn't go out here, I wouldn't have met these black students and professionals that I really enjoyed meeting. Um, and actually, like, there could be amazing ones everywhere around the world. How do we get connected on a global scale so that we can actually, you know, again, you know, share ideas, start businesses, and also representation. Know that we do exist. Um, and that's kind of where the idea kind of started. Very nice. Okay. So some people might think that elements of what you just described might be present currently in the marketplace in a, a group text messaging or other networking uh, environment. Uh, what is BYP Network's sort of technical solution that's unique from some of its potential partners? Yeah, I mean, so we're essentially dubbed like the Black LinkedIn. So we are a social network. Um, but, you know, we're online and we're offline. Okay, forget this pandemic, so we can't do the offline events. But um, we just, it's a website that allows them to, you know, like I said, sign up, etc. But I guess what makes us unique is the fact that it is for underrepresented um, people and it is a safe space for us to meet um, you know before the crisis as I said we were heavy offline so we were doing chapters um, you know like we had a Boston chapter a New York chapter and um, but now it's just like everybody online there's monthly events um, and also big corporate that want to kind of do webinars with us so I think that the fact that is a community centered on black professionals is what makes us different and those that already exist right now they don't kind of have that we're all friends element that we have is quite elitist looking. Whereas we're just like, you know what, anyone, anywhere, let's come, come together um, and let's share, um, share ideas. Very nice. So in, in terms of capitalizing your business, how did you initially fund BYP or, or how do you prove to investors that your target customers are using your product? So literally for the first year and a half of BYP, it was just, funded by uh, profits from our offline events so we held like an event every six weeks and we always made money from it because my motto was like at minimum i must break even like, i mustn't lose any um, money on these events um, and so with that money i was able to build a website fund the initial mvp app and also pay for freelancers um so by the time it got to fundraising i was already a year and a half in i'd already had thousands of members and like a concept that corporates wanted to tap into so it was actually pretty easy from there um, I had investors coming to me so I didn't even know about the investment world or anything like that like I was just I was ready to build my business as a bootstrap forever because I thought that is what you do with business um, but I essentially won some pitch competitions um, that resulted resulted in about fifty thousand um, dollars and then from the back of that I raised another 190k um, and yeah it was it wasn't too difficult by that time because I already had such an approving model like that this business is needed and it's working very nice uh speaking of uh your clientele and your customers and what makes you unique sort of within the byp network who are your best customers um, it's those that just have been consistently engaging with us. So whether it's from our events uh, to posting on the websites or retweeting on social media, um, they're just really supportive. They cheer us on continuously and they benefit a lot. Like they understand why we're here um, and they themselves have testimonials of how we've helped them. Um, and I think our best kind of corporate customers are the ones that genuinely care about diversity and inclusion. You know, and they're happy to be held accountable versus just doing it for, um, you know, just to look good. So I think, yeah, those are our best kind of customers. Very cool. Okay. Uh, now you are full time with BYP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But maybe that wasn't always the case. So what was it like when you were working your demanding day job, sort of you were a black young professional uh, trying to build this app? 
So, um, you know what? If I'm honest, it wasn't too difficult for me. I, I have really good organisational and time management skills. It's always been something that I've had because of balancing sports, working part-time and studying. So, you know, to go into an environment where I'm working, but also building um, a business and still doing like gym gym stuff, it was it was normal for me, if I'm being completely honest. So, um, you know, it just takes it t- just takes a good amount of like dedication to be able to juggle both. Um, and I think for people who are doing that, they need to remember that they want their startup to grow to a point that they can leave their job. So that should still be priority in some way. Like, make sure you're doing two hours every single day, regardless. Like, even if you're tired, because that is your future. Totally. So you're doing it kind of solo dolo right now. I know you have partners, you have a team. Tell us what went into your decision not to bring on a a co-founder. So I actually have a co-founder now. Um, She focuses on partnerships. Uh, But originally I built UIP on my own um, just because it was faster and my passion really fueled me. Like I knew the vision I had. I knew what I needed to create. I knew how to do it, you know, with the resources that I had. So a co-founder wasn't really needed at the time. um, And I wasn't really necessarily looking or... Um, you know, didn't really have an opportunity to gain one. But uh, from, like, end of last year, actually, I, I brought one on because it's, a, it's kind of a different stage of BYP network and partnerships are so, so important. And her passion was just incredible. So I, I get the benefit of a co-founder, definitely. And I do um, I do suggest people get one at the right time. It doesn't have to be straight away. That is some great advice uh, right there in a golden nugget. Just in how you start doesn't mean that that might not change at some point uh, in time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of time, uh, <laughs> what would you do right now uh, if you had sort of an infusion of $1 million in funding, whether that comes from a raise or anything? If you just had $1 million to spend on your business, how would you deploy that capital? Like, all that money will basically go towards growing our member base, but it's by, like, giving cash to community. So, like, any communities that are out there, like, black professional communities, like, we'd give them money, essentially, to... And not just be on our platform, but something that can help them grow their communities um, and spread the word. Um, You know, I just think that or offering grants to people, you know, just money that they actually need in order to do well. But, you know, at the same time, they're on our platform and they get the benefit of BYP. So we'd use that as our method of growing the membership base. That makes sense. Uh, Some people think that uh, money toward uh, marketing is, is, is well spent. And it sounds like that's what you would be you'd be deploying it on is those strategic partnerships to convert those users into customers, paying customers. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, in that same vein, in in line of advice, what's sort of the most profitable piece of advice you've gotten since you first launched that MVP you were talking about? Um, definitely hire slow, fire quick. Um, however, I haven't done that, but I've had many moments when I wish I had. Um, so it definitely, that advice is very, very key. Um, and it does take a while until I think founders really understand it because obviously there's a lot of emotions involved, but I think that is a profitable advice because it will save you so much time and money. Totally. People, uh, should make you money, and when they don't, uh, maybe it, it's time to find something that, that fits their situation a little bit better. Uh, your story, yeah. let's talk about your product story, okay? Uh, you mentioned that you came to the US and you noticed that it's kind of difficult to break into young black professional networks uh, just on your own unless you're pretty lucky. And you go back home to the UK and you build this phenomenal company and organization, but you take it out of London, you're in Manchester and Birmingham, even have some traction uh, in Africa. Uh, can you just 
describe a little bit on how that story differs or resonates across local uh, local regions and continents? So mainly through our group feature. So, you know, we have BIP Birmingham, BIP Boston, as you mentioned. So anyone who, like, downloads the app or, you know, goes on our website to, you know, to be infused in BIP Network, they can join the group of interest. So it can be a lot more localised to your experience because obviously you're posting things that, you know, have to do with your city. Um, and I think that's, you know, worked so well, as well as an event calendar. So this event calendar, you can see where the events are anywhere around the world that, that other users have put on. Um, so again, that helps the experience because it's like, okay, I can see there's an um, event here in New York versus here in London. So that's kind of how we've done it so far. Um, and now you also get like weekly digests of the group. So you'll be able to kind of get in your e- email inbox, like what's been happening in your local area. Um, so yeah, that's our, our way of doing it. And if you can join that email list, you definitely should. I enjoy it and actually look forward to the emails. I know I'm going to see like what's kind of happening in the network. And there are always like job postings and campaigns and different opportunities and tidbits on how to gain a little bit of an advantage in the marketplace. So definitely uh, join that. You can just go to BYP Network, uh, the website, and you should be able to to find your way onto the list. Right, Kike? Yeah, so bip-network.com, they sign up, you know, and then you join whatever is of interest, and then you'll get those um, weekly digests automatically. Very nice. Uh, Shifting gears a little bit, uh, I I know a lot of uh, BYP Network has to do with its aesthetic appeal uh, and how people respond to your creative design. Sort of, which artists are most inspiring your work these days? Um, I can't say that there is an artist that has inspired my work, but I guess any of the conscious rappers, you know, like, you know, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, because, like, BYP is just all about, like, the black community building and, like, excelling and understanding that we can come together to make a difference and, you know, just demystifying some of the things that we see in the media. So, like, any of those rappers that talk about, you know, consciousness to do with the black community is what I love versus the ones that kind of just, you know, talk about things that is normal in rap music, but that's, yeah, no. (laughs) Totally, totally. Uh, Take us uh, kind of through a little bit more what it's like to grow your business in London. London is... Uh, a you know burgeoning startup scene. Uh, I don't know how the numbers compare maybe to a Silicon Valley, for example, but I am aware that uh, the UK is one of the fastest growing sort of startup centers uh, and there's a lot of support there. What's it like uh, being from London and growing your business and how does it give you an advantage in that local startup scene? Yeah, um, like I am from London, I've grown up in London, you know, I'm homegrown and I know the culture so well. Um, so it's been easy for me to just plug in because I just, I know kind of the events that I need to go to or what I need to apply for. I mean, like I got the great opportunity to represent London on a mayoral business trip to Paris. So, you know, that was super cool. Like, wow, as one of the businesses, I'm here representing London. And I guess, you know, my background was in sports and I used to represent, um, you know, like, uh, I didn't actually represent London 
funny enough, I represented Essex, but I'm from London. <laughs> um, but I represented, like, you know, my lo- local council and county as well as my country. So I love that. Like, I love the fact that I can generally be like, I am from London, I'm from the UK, um, even though I'm Nigerian as well. Like, you know, I get the best of both worlds. Um, and it is definitely an advantage because, I like, again, I know the culture well. Um, I know how to speak to um, the black professionals here because we, we understand each other. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've loved it. I, lo- I love London. Fantastic. And looking forward to to making the trip out there to BYP Network headquarters uh, in the future for sure. Yes, uh, wait. Let's take it back to the basics. Um, BYP does a lot now in a lot of different markets and spaces, uh, industries, sectors. Uh, if BYP could only keep one feature, what would that feature be? take it back to our MVP really which that was just the ability to connect with other black professionals so kind of just like um it had that kind of uh I don't want to say the word tinder because it's not dating but that tinder vibe of like you can like or x someone and then you can start a conversation so I'll just take it right back to that if um you know if that was the only feature we could have that makes sense and in many ways, companies uh, grow and uh, based on the decisions that they have to make. Sometimes those decisions can be fairly dramatic. Uh, I'm not sure if that's been the case with BYP Network, but is there a point or can you name a strategic pivot uh, that you took that you think might have saved your company or taken you in a different direction? Yeah, so when we first started BYP Network, it was connected black professionals with um, each other for networking and socializing and dating as well. Um, but we changed that like after one year because, um, you know, we had a Like what of- you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button. This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. So thank you for subscribing. And now back to the show. Like us, but they understand the need for BYP. Um, and that has helped so much because, you know, they've helped us in terms of whether it's media or the um, corporate partnerships that we've had. Um, and, I, and I really appreciate that because it's nice when it's like, actually everybody gets why BYP exists versus um, people thinking, oh, it's, you know, it's racist or like, oh, that's not fair. Why do black people get their own, you know, site? when we know most things are developed for white people. Um, so that's been really, really helpful for us. Um, and of course, our professionals, um, you know, in our network that work in media and are also happy to cover a story about us and promote us, So such as yourself, of course. So um, honestly, we, like anyone that just reaches out and is able to give us some sort of help that takes us to the next level, um, they've been instrumental basically in our growth. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. And of course, we want to be a part of that. How do you think that DTEC.fund can help BYP Network? I mean, you know, spread the word. <laughs> help us with our members over in the States. You know, like, definitely, that's how, how to help. <laughs> Happy to do that and looking forward to what that entails and how that manifests. Um, looking forward into our crystal ball, I guess, um, do you want to run a billion-dollar company? Why or, or, or why not? So, yes, I do. I absolutely do. And the reason why is that I want it to be predominantly black-owned, um, you know, and also by the community so that we can make, like, acquisitions of other black companies and we can um, ensure all our initiatives benefit the global black community. So, like, you know, if we're a big billion-dollar company and we are all about the black community, like, through and through, then everything we do is to enhance it on a global scale. 
um, so whether it's connecting um, people from different countries to each other easily and like you know easy easy to like do travel or like charity I mean even like the fund that we just raised because of the um, COVID-19 situation it's just a small example of what we can do on a bigger scale um, so I know that it does take money and investment and the right mindset um, and people to make that shift in our community and, and you know I have so much passion and like I know that I'm set up for the rest of my life to focus on the black community whatever in whatever regards so it'll be um, incredible for us to build a billion dollar company and just like I said with the million dollars that would go straight to the community so with this money too um so yeah 100% very nice I'm gonna kind of shift our focus on this next question because I think there's a mm. better story uh, behind something that you can just kind of describe to us. Tell us sort of about your app launch party in London and kind of how that uh, went in terms of you interacting with users and, and, and what plans you might have uh, in the future based on that experience. Oh, it was so good. I mean, like, um, so we had about, I think we just did like 250 tickets, basically. Um, it was in a really nice venue. Um, we had like performances, um, speeches, uh, food, drinks. Um, it was just such a good vibe. And I was able to tell them like the story behind why we started BYP Network, our vision, um, the journey it's been so far. Um, and we even played some videos like to kind of show like what we've been doing throughout the years. Um, and people loved it. Honestly, they wouldn't go home. Um, you know, uh, they downloaded the app, they spread the word, they told their friends. Um, and just we got so much positive reviews online. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I loved it. And I, I mean, I love, I do love the offline events and connecting with the members. And it is sad that we, we lose that right now. But at the same time, it's just such a great opportunity to grow online. Very nice as well. Yeah, the theme of the app launch party is, it's something special. It's a good vibe, and it's a it's a tech focused event, uh, and it brings out uh, you know uh, our community in more ways than one. Uh, but again, going back to sort of the value that you add uh, to your communities, which are fast growing around the globe, by the way, what's the most valuable thing that BYP Network provides when they show up in a market? We're just a voice for them. We are an absolute voice for them. So, again, just like this fundraiser, us being a voice for the community. Like, things frustrate us, we're here. Like, what's going on in your organization, we're here. So, and, and that's why we are just so focused on growing and being stronger and understanding our members more and, and just being there for them because it is about collective growth. You know, when I had the idea, it was like, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has ideas like this. Like, how can we as a community fix our own problems and grow, you know, in terms of professional and personal development? And so, like, we are their voice. We are like their, their village. We're here to kind of be that for them. Um, and we're always rooting for them. Like, we literally love black excellence, black success. You know, like, we that's what we're here for. Um, so, yeah, like, literally just being their voice. Love that. Love that. Does it feel like we've come down to our last question, Kike? <laughs> that went so quick. Yeah. I, I bet I was think, um, speaking fast. But, you know, Americans speak fast. So <laughs> I'm sure they can... Uh, <laughs> they it's can true. I'm sure we'll up. be able to, to keep up or, or slow it down a little bit. But honestly, exactly. I think uh, you, you just packed a lot in. Because you're succinct. You know your business. You know the value that you're providing. And that shows in your answers. Uh and we appreciate you kind of helping us to peel back the layers, if you will, on BYP Network. Yeah. Before we let you go, uh, why don't you share with us anybody who's sort of a rising star that you're watching right now that maybe we should be paying attention to as well? 
hundred percent. Um, a rise and star uh, would be this website called Quanda.co, so K W A N D A dot co. Um, it is a non-profit, but it is like um a community uh pot. So essentially, like putting money into the community. That's where we did our £10,000 uh, raise for black key workers. Um, and it's all about, like, imagine, you know, you see those websites where it's like, give £1 a month, but you don't know where that money's going, and you know it's going to, like, execs and stuff. And this is actually a website for just black people to invest in black initiatives. Um, and you can apply for funding. Um, you know, you can submit ideas of what you can do to help others. Um, you know, we use it for our fundraise. We, we, we hit the 10K in seven days. Um, and yeah, I, I'm rooting for this site, and we'll do all we can to push it because it's again, it's all part of the same objective of transforming the black community and changing our narrative. Love that, love that, and uh, we'll definitely make sure that folks know about Quanda Dot Co. Uh, where can we find BYP Network? And it, regardless of when and where people are listening to this right now, like, what would you recommend that they do to stay connected with you? Um, honestly, they can, one, go on our website, BIP-network.com. And actually, if you don't want to reach me personally, that is the best way. They can send me a message on there, um, and I answer quickly because it's like that is the platform that I'm on versus them adding me on, like, LinkedIn and stuff. Like, I'm not that receptive. Um, and then, obviously, they can follow um, BYP Network on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And me as well. It's my full name, Kike Nwinde, um, on any of those platforms. But to really be able to reach me or, like, like um, our community, just you know, go on the platform, sign up. Fantastic, Kike on the wind day, BYP Network. Uh, no, this <laughs> is fantastic. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and looking forward to continuing to watch your company grow and you expand and develop as a founder. What I love about what you're doing is that you're you're providing a connection across the channels, across the oceans, across the rivers, etc. And that's something that I think is going to be uh, on a lot of people's minds after COVID-19 yeah. is how are you going to continue 100%. to expand in a new environment? Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the future. Like, you know, before we started, I was just saying that the weather's nice, you know, things are chaotic outside, but you know what? There's a lot to appreciate. Um, and it's all about what's next after this. How are we going to, you know, really focus on the community and really focus on all our growth? Um, so I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm in good spirits. Thanks for joining this week on Diverse Tech Founders with Abraham J. Williamson. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. You can do it right now. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Thanks again.